hello, hello, welcome. Uh, my name is Pete Morgan. This is the Puppy Podcast, episode 66. Uh, it's the podcast where I talk about the lives of our two dogs, five-year-old Lincoln and very nearly 18-month-old Elvis. Uh, Lincoln is a yellow Labrador. Uh, Elvis is a black Labrador. We talk about Elvis more, though, well, because he's the, the thing, the, the one that's doing the exciting stuff. Um, and I share our experiences about having a young dog and a second dog in our lives. And it's also where you can come as well and share your experiences, your pleasures, pains, ups, downs, swings, roundabouts, etc., etc., in the hope that we will all become better puppy and dog owners. So if you've got any questions, any queries, any comments, any observations about your furry baby and you think that the puppy podcast family so not just me but the regular people that get involved on social media if you think we can help then get in touch on the facebook page uh, the puppy podcast we're on instagram at the puppy podcast on twitter at puppy podcast or you can always email the puppy podcast at gmail.com also you can listen back to any one of the 66 episodes uh, that we've had so far if by going to the website thepuppypodcast.com if you're joining us for the first time thank you so much uh, can i implore you can i um beg you <laughs> can i get down on bended knee and say uh, if you could leave a review uh, at the uh, the podcast provider that you may have found us on, that would really mean a lot. And if you didn't find us on a podcast provider and you've just clicked the link uh, that's been up, I'd really appreciate it if you go onto iTunes and leave a uh, review there. Basically, more reviews um, and uh, five-star reviews uh, that the Puppy Podcast gets the higher up the search um, the puppy podcast comes. So at the moment, if you if you search for the puppy podcast, then we should come top. But if there's a, another podcast with the word puppy in the title, who's got more reviews or more five star reviews, they will come above us. Uh, and ideally, what you want is if someone just puts in puppy, and they will find us and we'll be you know near the top there or thereabouts. But it, it really does mean a lot as well. But if you leave a review and just tell us what you, what you think of the podcast, it's really sweet and thank you. However you're listening to us, uh, whether it's just you on your own, uh, whether your furry babies are there with you now, whether the rest of the family is there, whether you've got neighbours, if you're out and about in the car, in the dog park, out for a walk, whether you're at home, whatever, thank you. Thanks for being there and uh, thanks very much for listening. Um so let's talk about Elvis, shall we? Incredibly, seems really playful at the moment. He seems to have got, considering we've had over the past two weeks some of the warmest weather we've had so far this year um, in the UK, he's still been very playful. He's he's taken after his, his brother in a lot of ways. Lincoln is no fan of the heat at all and will happily just go on the, the, the hall floor, got like a tiled floor in the hall, and, he'll, and Lincoln will happily just go and lie in there for the day because that's nice and cool. Elvis is quite similar, but the problem with Elvis is he doesn't like being away from us. So he's not as independent as, as Lincoln is. Elvis just wants to be near us. So when he's uh, trying to stay cool, um, there's lots of lying on his back and kind of airing his belly and things like that. Um, 
then he but he likes to do it close to us so he he chooses the kitchen tiled floor um uh, that's just a little bit closer to us and he seems you know kind of keen on that we did get the paddling pool out which i think i put some stuff on on social media but yeah because i was saying that we needed to get a bigger pool um we got the paddling pool out because it just it, it's just an excuse for them uh, to keep cool and just play in water um particularly lincoln who doesn't like the hose so if i get the hose pipe out elvis loves it and would happily be sprayed by the hose and you know really likes playing that game whereas lincoln as soon as you get the hose pipe out he's done thanks very much everybody i'm uh, i'm back inside thanks so the paddling pool is good because it's not it's not uh, a stream of water or a jet of water it's a body of water which is what lincoln he loves he loves the water he's just not mad on it being fired at him um so yeah so they've really both enjoyed that and that's really helped uh with the heat and i know we i know we had white cross vets um our friends at white cross vets on um probably this time last year talking about the hot weather but it's always worth um just reiterating the the advice they gave at the time which is if you feel you couldn't walk barefoot on the, the the pavement because it was too hot then don't don't take your dogs out because if it's hot and half it it's going to be hot for them as well and that's no fun really um and also particularly with things like labradors if you have a dog uh that that is hairy all over which Labradors are, whereas Jack Russells tend not to have any hair on their belly. They have um, kind of bald bellies. Um, the other thing to watch out is that that can get burnt if they're kind of on their back in the in the sun for long periods of time. So I, I think really it's just it's just saying just keep an eye on your dog and where they are, particularly in the hot weather. Once it gets over kind of twenty degrees then you really need to start thinking about should you be doing that big walk with them maybe pull back on the, on the length of time that you're out or the distance that you're doing unless they've got access to a lot of shade and an awful lot of good drinkable water uh, and if they they can do that and you know maybe you pace it so there's lots of resting that goes on that that is absolutely fine um so yeah so that's where we've been with uh, elvis and uh, lincoln elvis seems to be barking at everything on the telly at the moment um so we, you know we've mentioned kind of dogs on the telly cats on the telly pretty much any animal on the telly we were watching a program last night which had a monkey in it and he barked at that also i found out i was actually i was poorly about a week or so ago and spent a day on the sofa and uh, I was watching Moana. Judge away. I love it. Um, if you've not seen it, Disney film um, uh, <laughs> set in the in a, uh, the uh, Polynesian area, and uh, it's just fantastic. And the rocks in it, and it's brilliant. But there's uh, an animated chicken in it. Yeah, yeah. Elvis doesn't like the animated chicken, and gave that a good bark uh, as well. Um, However, on the flip side of all of that, Elvis has actually been quite poorly uh, recently. Not that you would know. If you saw him, you would have no idea that he'd been poorly, but he has. Uh, and I will tell you more about that in a little bit. Don't forget, um, the whole podcast, it's not just about our dogs or my dogs. It's your 
um, dogs as well. And you can nominate your puppy dog for Puppy Dog of the Week. And someone got in touch and said, okay, now the podcast has gone to fortnightly. Does that mean it's Puppy Dog of the Fortnight? Well, I suppose so, but I'm not. I'm not going to change it to that because Puppy Dog of the Week just sounds better. Just sounds better, doesn't it? Flows better. So we're going to keep it as Puppy Dog of the Week. If you want to nominate your Puppy Dog for Puppy Dog of the Week, uh, you can email. That's the only way you can get your nomination in. You can email the Puppy Podcast at gmail.com send us a couple of photos tell us a bit about your furry baby maybe if you get the chance come on the podcast as well and you could well be getting a certificate and having the show dedicated to your puppy dog uh, and that is everything that is contained with puppy dog of the week uh, okie doke time for uh, dog news and uh, we're starting in the uk this week and this is a story uh, about something that's been going on in uh, the uk for a while which is having your dog microchipped and tagged now in the uk it is compulsory for your dog to be microchipped it has to be microchipped there's no um uh, there's no kind of leeway with it there's no wooliness in the um in the ruling and in the law and uh, adrian murray of kirby uh, found out to his uh, regret uh, that that is now a law and that he needs to get sorted on that uh, when his uh, Shizu, um, which doesn't seem to have a name, which is a, a, a real shame. And so it makes me think that he didn't really care for this dog. So there's no name mentioned, but he got a Shizu and the Shizu was actually found straying handed over to the council uh so this is west lancashire borough council uh by a member of the public uh they traced uh, the dog owner eventually uh but only because um well not because it had uh, a microchip because the dog didn't not because uh, the dog had a tag because it didn't so um, adrian murray the owner was failed uh, was fined 830 pounds because it didn't have a microchip and it wasn't wearing a collar and tag in public um we have occasionally we'll take lincoln's collar off of a night because um he, he, he sleeps in the bedroom with us and it particularly at the moment when it's quite warm he shakes himself a lot during the night and with the collar on which has got a couple of tags and obviously it's got a a metal clip on it so you can clip the lead on and stuff that makes a heck of a noise so um we take that off at night but we never ever leave the house without collars for both of them um and elvis to be fair wears his collar all the time they both have tags on they've both been microchipped um and the thing with the tags and this is something to bear in mind if you've not got a tag for your puppy yet don't put the name of the puppy on it just in case someone finds it who is maybe uh, quite unscrupulous and would think about stealing your dog and keeping it for themselves. Um, I, so on both our um, dog tags uh, is the name Morgan, which is obviously my surname, and then my mobile number. Um, so, and it doesn't say that that's not their name, but on the one occasion that Lincoln 
trotted off, and this is a couple of years ago now, we got the call from someone saying, I found your dog Morgan. And again, I didn't correct them. I was like, okay, that's fine. Thanks very much. You know, I was tremendously relieved as well. But that's just a bit of a tip of just on the dog tag uh, that you put, make sure you just put your surname um, rather than their actual name. Because all, all that the dog tag is there for is to tell someone, if you find this dog, this is the person you need to call, this is the number you need to use, or this is where this, this dog is from. Yeah? So just bear that in mind, because as I say, Adrian Murray, who doesn't really seem that nice uh, a dog owner anyway, really, because I don't understand why he, he wouldn't get his dog microchipped and why he wouldn't have it wearing a collar and a tag. Uh, you know, it sounded like maybe he didn't want it anymore, but I mean, we don't know the full story and uh, and uh, Adrian Murray, I'm sure, would give a very different story, but he's been fined £830. Also, um, in uh, dark news uh, this week, this is a gang of fraudsters from West London. Uh, they uh, It was reckoned that they'd made Two and a half million pounds selling more than 5,000 dogs from houses in West London. So what they were doing were selling uh, Yorkshire Terriers, uh, Calverpoos and Labradoodles, um, selling them for as much as £650 each, um, but selling them knowing they were sick and dying. That some of them, if not many of them, had parvovirus, which, as we've talked about in the past, is a killer if left untreated. Um, and the the RSPCA, this is the RSPCA inspector Kirsty Withnell, who actually uncovered the gang, uh, said that many of the dogs that had been recovered had had to be put to sleep just because of the complicated health problems. Um, and what they'd also done, what this gang had also done, is roped in a vet who falsified vaccination cards um, to help with the legitimacy of the look of this um, uh, of this organisation. So uh, yeah, so the, the, they've been these guys have been um, sentenced to three years each. So there was one to uh, there's two of them got three years each, kind of the leaders of the thing, and there's others have got um, uh, unpaid work they need to do and community work and stuff like that. But uh, three years in prison and uh, a sizable fine again uh, for each of them and uh, banned from owning dogs for life, which is good. Uh, you know, I mean, again, reading this news story, it's on the BBC News website. The um, There was a, a family... Uh, that had bought a puppy from this gang and literally days after they brought it home, they had to have it put down, which I, I can't imagine the the heartbreak that that goes with something like that. So, again, we've talked about it in the past. If you are, if you're going to be buying, then may I ask you to consider that you adopt from a shelter rather than buy if you really do want to buy because you want that real little puppy experience make sure that your breeder is registered is a registered breeder uh, with a reputable organization so in the uk that would be the kennel club and then you can go to the kennel club and ask for an independent appraisal of this person that you're thinking of buying this dog from so you know they're legitimate 
and that they are um, the the right people who you should be buy- buying your puppy from. Uh, if you're going to get a rescue, then make sure you go again to a registered shelter. Don't get it off a guy who approaches you in the supermarket because that's that's not going to be legitimate. Okay, so again, it's just you've got to think. If you're thinking of getting a puppy or you are buying a puppy or you're thinking of getting a second one, maybe it is that thing of would you buy a, a you know, a, a car off someone who just walks up to you in the street or someone who seems to be keeping them in not a great condition? Well, no, of course you wouldn't. You want to do your research and you want to make sure you were getting it from someone who was who was who they said they were. And that's what you need. You um, you need to do that and more when you're getting a dog. It's a big thing. It's a big responsibility. And there's plenty of people out there that are looking to make money out of people who are emotionally gullible and who just want a puppy so bad, they will overlook all the safety things that you really should keep an eye out for um, when when you're uh, looking at, at buying a puppy. Uh, so that is this week's uh, dog news. Uh, in the last episode, uh, we we talked. I put a thing on social media about uh, the commands that your dog understands. And thank you so much for getting in touch. But loads more of you got in touch after we'd done the podcast. So uh, I'm going to go through some more of the uh, uh, the responses that we had. Darren says we've got an old English sheepdog. The only commands he knows is eat and sleep. Oh, and bark. We call him the reprobate. <laughs> oh, Darren. Um, Ian says, uh, we're up to about 25 words that Chester knows. Not all of them accused to do something. Angela said, my aunt had a fantastic dog who could open and close the back door. And if you played Irish music, she would dance. Well, chase her tail uh, like uh, a maniac, yes. Uh, Lucy says, um, for me, Pete, it's more about how many commands I know. Feed me, stroke me, play with me, treat now, you get the idea. Yes, I think we're going to do that maybe as for the next episode of what are the commands that you know from your dog. The signs that your dog gives you is right. This is what needs to happen now. Um, Paul said, our dog just knows one, food. Um, Jackie got in touch and said uh, her late dog, Toby, knew sit, wait, no, kiss. Oh. Uh, Paul, come on, go out, supper time. Which I, I think is, is lovely. Uh, Michelle said, luckily mine have mastered the important ones, such as move and hurry up which I'm grateful for, um, which is true. Uh, and she says, you know, they know the common ones, sit, lay down, stay, let's go outside. Uh, but them knowing move and hurry makes them ideal in a corridor. Because again, ours know, both Lincoln and Elvis both know, they come on, shift now. They know that kind of, all right, let's get out of the way. You know, they're, they're, they're fine with, they're generally they like to ignore it when they can see I'm carrying... Uh, a basket of something which means I can't see where I'm going. That's when they tend to ignore it. But the rest of the time, yeah, 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 they'll get out of your way. Uh, Emma says, sit down, roll over, round, go round and round in a circle, up, speak, followed immediately by quiet. Uh, he can stay for about one minute or until I get more than 10 paces from him. Um, he knows leave, but he develops selective hearing. Uh, Melissa got in touch. Melissa, friend of the podcast. Um, knows sit, 
stay, down, up, off, jump, hug, oh. run, drop it, no, no, walk, go potty, inside, outside. And Melissa says, we always insert Kipper's name before the command so that, you know, she knows, Kipper knows that she's been spoken to. So Kipper sit, Kipper inside. That way, you know, she knows she's that they're talking to her. Thanks for that, Melissa. It's lovely to hear. Eileen says, Theo, who's just one, knows sit, down, kiss, nice, when taking food from my hand. Yeah, um, Elvis and Lincoln both know gentle when they're taking food uh, from the hand. Uh, and Eileen says, he used to know a few more, but I've not been working with him. Oops. Uh, Snowy, who's eight, knows none. <laughs> we got her in the fall as a rescue. None. Doesn't know any. Barely knows the name. And uh, Emily says, let's see if I can remember them all. See, this is Emily just showing off here. But it's lovely to see. Uh, so, uh, knows his name. Sit. Down. Stay. Wait. Come. No. Off. Crate. Okay. Leave it. Watch. Stand. Heal. Let's go. Find it. Treat. Bone. Want your food. Give. Roll over. Shake. Crawl. Over. Where's your ball? Go for ride. Bath. Emily, that is amazing. <laughs> That's incredible that your dog knows all of those. Apparently, though, when you say the word bath, he runs and hides uh, at, uh, at that word, uh, which is good. Yeah. Like I said, and we don't really have... We don't really have that for Elvis and, and Lincoln. Um, it, it just, they know when we get the, the hose pipe out that there's going to be some washing going on. And, uh, Lincoln will just go and hide. Not interested. No. And I don't know when that came about that he just doesn't like the, the hose pipe. But no, not interested in it at all. He really is quite a wimp, uh, at, at times. Thank you so much, though, for getting in touch with all of those. That's wonderful. And don't forget, you can get in touch about anything that we've talked about in previous episodes. Um, how happy is your dog? What do they bark at? The best tip you've heard about looking after them? Anything that you come across that you want to share with us all uh, in the, the aim that we all become better puppy and dog owners, then you can. So, Elvis. I may have mentioned in the past that Elvis loves licking Lincoln's ears licking inside the ears and we, we've actually been warned about it because obviously a dog's tongue is quite rough and it can aggravate Lincoln's ears um so we don't let him do it too much apparently it's a gesture of respect uh towards Lincoln which I think is is amazing um but it's actually Elvis's ears that are the problem at the moment and we noticed he was getting very scratchy with them really kind of scratching his ears so what we did we started cleaning them every day and one of them in particular i think it's his right one is absolutely disgusting and i was getting out and i apologize for the the, the graphic nature of this i was getting out this ba this basically this black gunk from his ears and i thought he'd been digging in the garden and obviously it's just bits of soil that have got in his ears because his ears his ears hang over his face you know over the side of his head because he's a labrador so you know stuff will get trapped in there and it was only when i mentioned it to the vet they went no no that'll be his earwax so we've been doing that and cleaning it and i was cleaning it uh one evening and when i 
and he he kind of um it wasn't a full yelp but he client you know gave a kind of a half yelp and when i pulled out the 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 finger there was a there was little bits of blood on the the wipe that i was using so off to the vets now it was the first time we'd taken him out on the lead since easter or first time i'd taken him out on the lead since easter and all the back problems quick word on that by the way thank you so much for all of the the lovely messages uh you've been sending and asking how i am we've been to see a consultant we're not going to need an operation um we think it was a it, it was clearly a disc problem and a, a nerve problem my right foot remains numb but there's no pain there's no discomfort and we've had an mri and the consultant has looked at the back and it all seems fine i haven't got the perfect back because i've already had two fairly major operations on them but it, you know he doesn't think we need an operation i just need to kind of look after myself and um do a little bit more walking without the dogs and a little bit more kind of swimming and stuff like that so that's all that was a big relief um so took him took elvis to the vet uh first time i'd taken him out on the lead as i say and he was he was okay there's something that both Elvis and Lincoln like to do, and that is when we're in the reception at the vets, they like to mark, uh, which isn't always the best. Because I try and, uh, you know, walk them round the car park of the vets and get them to empty themselves, uh, you know, really kind of, okay, any toilet you need to be doing, do them here. And then when they get in, um, they sniff around, they sniff another dog that they feel they can dominate so they will mark and they will basically we in the reception area thankfully it's a vet's receptionist you know it, it, it happens an awful lot um try to distract him for a couple of minutes by getting him on the scales there's some scales in the reception at uh, the vet there's another one as well in the consulting room um but i got him on the scales he weighs 31 kilograms at the moment elvis which is good he's a growing boy last time we weighed him he was kind of the low end of 30 just 30 kilograms which is good um what it did mean is that when the vet uh, michelle went to try and look in his ears it needed three of us to hold him hold him in place so he wouldn't wriggle about too much um and part of the wriggling the, there is there's there is some kind of distress you know someone's trying to poke something down your ear you don't want them to you're not quite sure what's going on but also it was just excitement and he just wanted to go and have a look at stuff and sniff everywhere and of course that's not what he's there for he's there for a particular reason so um yeah three of us to hold him down so the vet could get a look into his ears and they are inflamed um so what we are on at the moment is the ears are being cleaned once a day and he's having drops put in twice a day and after a couple of days of doing it i think myself and joe are considering uh, a future career in professional wrestling <laughs> because we've got quite good uh you know pinning him down and uh holding him in the right way so he can struggle as much as he likes because he's not going anywhere um we're due back at the vets uh next week to see how he's got on it may become a regular thing um because it may be that he's developed a condition very similar to how lincoln developed his allergic dermatological condition which means he has to have injections every six weeks or so um elvis may go the same route as well so elvis may just be allergic to 
trees or tree pollen or something and that's what causes the infection in his ear uh we'll have to keep an eye on it and i will obviously keep you posted about that and that is it uh for um uh, this episode of the puppy podcast do keep getting in touch do keep sending your pictures do keep putting your nominations in for puppy dog of the week anything you want to know um any questions you've got about your dogs or your puppy We'll happily uh, answer them. You can find us on the Facebook page at The Puppy Podcast. We're on Twitter at Puppy Podcast, on Instagram at The Puppy Podcast, or you can always email us, thepuppypodcast at gmail.com, or go to the website. Troll through any one of the previous episodes. They are all there. I can only apologise in advance for episode one, which is essentially 12 minutes of me just jibber-jabbering on about nothing, really. But you can go to the website, thepuppypodcast.com. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and all good podcast apps. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a Monkey Pants production, and I'll see you and your furry babies next time.